intentional and keeping your headspace positive and that's just work that you have to do on self and once you're okay with self you accept self and you're able to process and own your truth there is so much power in that that really no one can really touch you no one can joke on you no one can say anything because you're you are okay with self yes tuned in to the girl behind the hustle the podcast created to encourage celebrate and share real stories from the women behind the hustle i'm your host lucretia lc thomas today on the show i'm sharing a throwback chat that i had with the women of bold purpose allison maxwell and kalika blake we spoke about sisterhood and how being authentic transparent and vulnerable have helped them create something transformational Allison Maxwell is a breast cancer survivor, and Kalika Blake is an advocate for alopecia awareness. They were both faced with experiences that forced them to redefine their meaning of beauty and being a woman. Their purpose is to create a community where women feel confident learning, sharing, celebrating, and building one another. They are passionate about women thriving authentically with a focus on self-acceptance and sisterhood while boldly challenging societal standards of what it means to be a woman. Listen in as we chat about the freedom of being yourself and owning your truth so that you can remove the mask that prevents you from forming true connections with other women. Allison and Kalika, welcome to the show. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. Thanks for having us. Excited. So you guys have only known each other for six months and are doing some really amazing things. How did you meet? How is that even possible to meet someone six months ago and be where you are right now? Oh, we love sharing this story. So I'm excited to tell you a little bit about that part. So Allison and I actually um, met at a black tie event last summer in June. And so we actually um, were there not with the same group, but we found that we had mutual friends. Um, And so after this black tie event, we all went to have like a celebratory cocktail. And she and I really just hit it off. It was one of those moments where We just sat down next to each other and started to talk and connect. And we realized we had so much in common. Now, what really um, felt different for, I think, both of us was what happened next. So I feel like we go out a lot and have these interactions with women. But what happened next was that Allison reached out to me about a week later, um, sent me a message and said, hey, would you like to go to dinner and I accepted and we went and had sushi and you would have thought that we had known each other for years. I mean, the conversation was just so organic and our connection truly just happened. Um, and we always talk about how that doesn't typically happen for women a lot, that we're open to A, taking the risk and the chance to meet mm-hmm. a new woman and then B, being yourself around a new woman and allowing a safe space for her to be herself as well. And Allison, how are you able to be so vulnerable with someone you just met? Like, I don't know if I could just reach out to someone I just met. Like, hey, girl, let's go to dinner. Just met you. (laughs) Weird, You know what I mean? Like, how are you able to be so vulnerable? Right. Um, I think it's a couple of things. One, I was fairly new to Chicago and I was intentional about the type of people and the type of women I wanted to surround myself Mm. with. So once I sat down with Kalika and 
I found that we did hit it off and had so much in common. Why wouldn't I want to at least extend the invitation? The worst she could say was no, and 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 that would be okay too. It's her choice, but at least if I knew if it was important to me to create a circle, I would have to be intentional and follow through and at least extend myself to then meet like-minded people that I'd want to connect with. So, um, yeah, it was a little, I mean, I didn't want her to think I was a weirdo. Like it was kind of like asking someone. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, luckily we were on the same page and, and we had a great time. So you talk about being intentional. So the term mask off, what does that mean to you? Um, so mask off for us is living in authenticity, um, really walking in your walking and owning your truth. So for us, um, with our experiences with with losing losing our breath, me losing my breath and Kalika um, losing her hair, um, those created insecurities for us. And we we found ourselves walking around masked, like wearing masks so that we could feel confident and make others feel comfortable around us or with our story or not even sharing our story mm-hmm. at all. Um, and it gets to a point where enough is enough. You know, you're having to choose when you're going to be yourself and when you're going to have this mask. And it it just feels like, I would say a prison almost. Like you want to truly be free. It also feels very phony mm-hmm. because for a lot of our relationships, we are, you know, you know, funny or we show these different sides of ourselves we're talking about issues that we're experiencing. We're seeking counsel or, you know, prayer from friends for different topics, but we're keeping this one thing hidden. So our friends are thinking they're getting the best of us and all of us, but they're really not. And so I think you're, we found that we were doing ourselves a disservice, not being ourselves. And we also were doing our friendships a disservice by keeping this, you know, this part of us from this part of us from them. So for us, it's important to um, release those masks so that you can understand your full potential and, and walk in your truth. Yeah, that's definitely right. What do you, what do you think kind of prevents us from showing up as ourselves and how can we more, be more intentional about that? Yeah, you know, Elsie, I think um, just from my experience and from what Ali and I, and I have shared with each other is fear is that piece that holds us back I think you know it's us really creating stories for ourselves sometimes about how people will respond to us or what type of um, you know space are we putting ourselves in where we feel safe or unsafe Mm -hmm. and it's a fear of approval it's a fear of disapproval it's a fear of judgment and and not feeling that you will be included in these spaces that maybe you want to be included in. And I just know for myself, um, that was something, that was the reason why I didn't share with most people that I had alopecia is because I, I wasn't clear or comfortable that I would be chosen. I would be chosen as a friend. I would be chosen to be, you know, um, to build relationships that were really important to me. Um, and what, to Alice's point earlier, is um, what that did for me is that it really confined me. It truly is exhausting, eh? But it also confined me and put limits on who I could show up to be for myself and to other people. And there is no freedom like truly being yes. yourself. There is no freedom um, better. And I think for us, 
having found this freedom for ourselves has pushed us to want other women to experience this. Yes, that's so true. Fear is just us, the worst thing in life. It will definitely hold you back from connections, from fulfilling things, from your purpose, all sorts of things. Do you think that, has there ever been um, like any past issues that you think you may have brought into new connections with people when you say that you know, fear kind of prevented you from showing up with new people. Mm-hmm. Was it due to anything that may have happened in the past that may have kind of prevented that connection or something you experienced? Uh, I would say yes. You know, um, a, a lot of how we show up today is, is coupled with, right, how, who we want to mm-hmm. be, but also our past experiences. And so we, we really can't move around that. We know what we know, and we, those experiences shape who we are. What we can control is how do we show up, go forward. But I definitely feel like there were moments where I maybe was trying to be vulnerable or open to someone and it wasn't received in a way that made me feel comfortable or made me feel safe. And so I I went into a retreat, right? Mm-hmm. Like a personal retreat. Well, hey, I'll keep this information closer to myself this time. I won't sh- go this far in sharing in fear again that maybe someone wouldn't um receive me being open in a in a good place yes and just to quickly build on that i think um i've had personal experiences where i've shared things with people and they've either made comments or you can see facial expressions and then you're like oh well that's past the limit that Mm -hmm. i'm okay sharing with Mm -hmm. you um because i'll be judged or it doesn't fit you know in your world that, you know, it's something that's, it's, it, that's acceptable. Also, you can hear how other people talk about other people yeah. and that will keep you from sharing things close to your heart. So I think I've experienced both sides of that. And, you know, some of those most vulnerable things you want to keep close to the vest because again, out of fear or fear of judgment, all the things that Klika mentioned, um, no one wants to feel that hurt. So, you know, you just walk around with your mask right. on. <laughs> How do we work through those issues once, the, you know, the work through those issues and those experiences, like how do we heal and kind of work through those to help us in future connections with people? I think for me, um, well, one, it just starts with self. That's the only thing in this equation that you can control is self. And I think it's self-acceptance. So you have to be okay with you. You have to be okay with your truth. So whether that's journaling it, saying it out loud, whatever that thing is, you have to be okay with you. And I believe once you're okay with you, whether it's prayer or therapy, if there was some deep trauma, definitely seek therapy. Um, this is Allison. Um, there was a therapist at the cancer center. Um, Cause I dealt with a lot of emotional trauma after having breast cancer and losing my breast at 26. Like I just didn't look the same. Every time I look in the mirror, it's a reminder of this thing. Mm-hmm. And I could not get past it. I could not see myself as beautiful any longer. And I went to therapy for it. And she helped me to process those thoughts, accept what's true, throw out what's not true. And it's just a continual process of really positive self-talk, speaking life, prayer. You have to be, again, intentional and keeping your headspace positive. And that's just work that you have to do on self. And once you're okay with self, you accept self, and you're able to process and own your truth, there is so much power in that, that really no one can really touch you. No one can joke on you. No one can say anything because you're, you are okay 
with self. Yes. So that would be like the major step for me in conquering that. Elsie, this is Kalika. Mm-hmm. You know, I was over here um, almost doing a praise. Girl, dance yes. I was talking. <laughs> yeah, she hit um, all of those points. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with Allie just around the self piece. Um, that's the work that we can do, right? Like we can't change other people. No matter how much sometimes we, we wish that we could, we can't. We can only control ourselves. Mm-hmm. One thing that I would add to, to that process as you're, you know, working through your mask is being patient with yourself. I know just in my journey with sharing that I have alopecia and doing it just in such a public way just last year, you know, I am being practicing being patient with myself now. You know, I've had this condition at this point for 28 years. I've only been talking about it publicly since September. I'm not completely healed. Like it is a work in progress. And having patience with myself that I am a work in progress is really a gift to myself. And it allows me to continue to show up in a vulnerable space because I am giving myself permission to grow, to have good days, to have not so great moments and to move past them. Yes, definitely giving yourself that grace (laughs) as you grow and kind of progress through everything and feeling the feelings. You know what I mean? Like you have to feel them. I feel like sometimes we try to suppress them and, you know, bury them and don't want to deal with them. Like you just got to feel the feelings sometimes. And that's a really good point, Elsie, um, feeling those feelings, because that's another thing I think we try to avoid because it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel good. And you'll experience a roller coaster of emotions that you've never been exposed to. But if you sweep those under the rug or try to conceal those, they will manifest in other areas of your life. And that whether that's anger, whether that's judgment, whether that's hurting another person to try to fill that void, Mm -hmm. it will manifest. So you're not sweeping them under to as a as a way of healing. That's not a way of coping. Um, And it's not healthy. So I'm, I'm glad that you said that. You know, I want to say, too, we, you mentioned it to uh, Allie earlier. Um, I also went to therapy. I also sought professional yeah. help to work through some of these things that are traumatic because that's what it is, right? Like some of our experiences are traumatic and we hold on to trauma. And to Allie's point, it shows up at, in some mm-hmm. form in your life. Therapy yes. is a gift. I like think that it is a treasure and a gift that you can gift yourself. Um, and you in turn are, are literally freeing so many other people when you can show up in your freedom. Yes, I absolutely love that. And I would love to share. Um, did you go to therapy somewhere in Chicago? Both of you guys, right? Were you in Chicago? I would just love. I know. wasn't. No, I wasn't. Um, you know, I'm originally from St. Louis and that is where um, that's where I saw someone. But I know that there are so many beautiful therapists and and women who at this point are um you know talking more about giving their services Mm -hmm. and you know what you can grow from in therapy so I think it's such a great time right now to to seek healing and help because there's so many resources that maybe weren't always as readily available you guys both touch on self-love do you guys have any like self-love routines that you do weekly or daily Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is Kalika. For me, it's um, an ongoing process of what I feed myself. And what I mean by that, I mean it 
um, literally. So what I choose to eat, what I choose to, you know, put in my body, I, I try to be conscious and aware of, of making as many healthy decisions as I can. I don't always get it right. I love sweets. So that's my thing. Um, but I also am very conscious about what I read, what I meditate on, the, the things that I truly listen to, um, and taking time to reach to have resources that truly feed my spirit and my mind. Um, that for me is self-care. And I am very intentional. Here's that word again, very intentional about um, taking time and making and creating time for me to do that every mm -hmm. single week. And for me, um, so I have a hashtag or mantra I like to use in my life is keep your joy. So I like to do things, be around people, fill myself with things that add to my joy. And so, again, intentional, because we do have choices. We have to make those choices that are best for us. So um, whether that's me doing a facial mask or relaxing to my favorite music, um, lighting a candle and reading a book that brings me joy, um, I always speak positive affirmations, whether that comes from quotes I like or favorite Bible verses. Um, I speak some of those every morning, depending on, you know, what's on my mind or what type of intention I want to set for that day. Um, journaling is another way of, of self-care that I practice. Um, my new uh, practice of self-care is a sleep routine. So I have a friend that's super strict about her sleep routine and, and she she shares how it's done wonders for her life. And so trying to be intentional about winding down an hour before bed, getting off all of the devices and setting a hard bedtime so I get all of my sleep so I can show up my, as my best, best self and feel my best self. So um, that's still a work in progress because I am a night Girl, owl. me too. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, something I want to work on and add to it. Yeah, I, yeah, that's my struggle. <laughs> that's definitely my struggle. <laughs> so when you master that, please share because that is my struggle. I will, I will. <laughs> I want to do a little trivia with you guys, help the listeners find out more information about you. Alrighty, so this is just an about me. What is always in your bag? Oh, this is Kalika, a red lipstick. I love a bold lip, so you will always find a red lipstick in my bag. Um, this is Allison. Besides my cell phone, which I guess that's everyone, uh, probably hand sanitizer. I'm a little bit of a germaphobe. <laughs> a bad habit that you have. Ooh. You know, I wouldn't say this is a, a bad habit, but it is a guilty pleasure. Um, is reality TV. I am a sucker for it. I like, you know, get my fix of the Kardashians and, uh, and other reality shows. So not a bad habit, but something I definitely am like, does this serve me well enough? <laughs> I think my bad habit is um, leaving clothes out. Like I, I really hate folding laundry. So um, a bad habit is just leaving some clothes out that, that I know I should put away. <laughs> what is the first thing that you do in the morning? Pray. I sing. So um, I usually either. <laughs> so I make up songs mm -hmm. in the morning, um, depending on my mute mood, I'll sing one of my favorite songs. But yeah, I wake up singing and then I pray in the shower. 
That's awesome. <laughs> I need to start singing in the morning. Like, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, you what a good way to start your yes. morning. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Look, I'm learning stuff about Alice. <laughs> what is a fear that you have? Oh, man. These are good, Elsie. <laughs> um, I think mine would be not living out my full potential. Mm. So... I want to die on empty. So I think continually to pursue my curiosity and all of the different talents and gifts that God has blessed me with. I think um, we all have several and we may not um, tap into all of them. So just making sure that, again, as we put self first and self love, continue to explore those gifts and use those gifts. to uh to bring god glory and to help other people so yes, i love that absolutely i think for me mine would be um not taking risk like i don't um i don't i wouldn't be able to exist if i didn't feel like oh my gosh am i pushing myself really kind of to my limits and to your point allison like feeling like i don't want to leave anything on the table i don't want to have a regret that i didn't feel brave enough to take a risk um, that could possibly change my life. Yes. I love that. What are you guys currently loving on Instagram? Ew. Um, bold purpose. Of course. Right? <laughs> of course. Of course, bold purpose. <laughs> um, but I'm slightly obsessed with my leak. I love her. Yes. Love her. Um, yes. Her stories, her posts. Um, she's just an amazing, just walking testimony of stepping out on faith, living your dreams. And I love that she pours back into other women. So, yeah, uh, I absolutely love Kirzada. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her, but she's a fashion blogger. Mm -hmm. Oh, I am obsessed with her. Um, she just shared recently that she was diagnosed with stomach cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she's sharing her journey of going through chemo. But when I tell you how inspirational she is she has still such an amazing spirit and energy and she still is out giving content on instagram to inspire others i just find so much inspiration behind her i I really enjoy her absolutely yes i love her well thank you guys both so much for chatting it up with me today i really appreciate it and guys thank you thank you If you're in Chicago, you can connect with Allison and Kalika at their next Bold Purpose event, Mask Off the Love Experience Co-Ed Edition. Guys, come on out, you're invited. It's going to be on June 8th. Well, they'll be talking dating, relationships, love, sex, marriage, and all things in between. You can get those tickets on Eventsbrite if you search Bold Purpose. You can also get them directly at BP Mask Off Love, the number two, eventbrite.com. You can also connect with them on Instagram or Facebook at Bold Purpose and on the web at boldpurposelife.com. You guys, somehow we have made it to the last episode. So next week, listen in to the last episode. I'll be sharing my story, the girl behind the hustle story, just everything about me and how I started this thing. So stay tuned to next week. Hustle and Grace.